welcome back to absolutely everything <laughs> i would like to inform you that i have just recently as of two seconds ago chugged an entire mocha pot worth of coffee am i coffee's bitch yes um do i feel good about it no but i feel my body having a chemical reaction and that is all that i need to know for now although i need a new mocha pot because i <laughs> why when you do up the mocha pot um is it like you do it up really tight so it doesn't leak and then when you have to like clean it and you untie it or like whatever the fuck it's called you untwist it why is it so hard to reopen somebody let me know and why don't they make it easier because i just twist i was twisting it <laughs> i was twisting it to open it and <laughs> maybe i snapped the handle off <laughs> So I am in the market of a new mocha pot. I think it was going moldy anyways, TBH. It's really old. So maybe I can upgrade and get a bigger one. <laughs> More coffee. I'm feeling kind of crazy right now, but I think that's good. That was my intention because I need the energy for this episode. I need to feel alive. And coffee does that for me. So yeah. Um, something really traumatic happened to me earlier. I was in Sainsbury's purchasing my soup, purchasing my baguette. And as I was paying, <laughs> you know when something's about to happen and you know it's about to happen, but you're, you just stand there anyways and you just wait for it to happen and unfold before your eyes. Well, I had my items, I only had like five, but I had them um, basically... Why do I have to put my items on a scale? <laughs> why can't I put it like, and why is the scale so small in comparison to like the big wooden bit next to it? Like I can't put my items there. I have to put it on the scale, but they don't all fit. So you have to end up like jengering your items. So I was jengering my um, five items and um, I just see, I just see the chips fall. <laughs> before my eyes and my baguette <laughs> she was falling and I was like and I knew it was gonna fall I could have quite easily like grabbed it but I don't know I, I just didn't and my baguette fell why don't they wrap the baguette up why don't they still shut the baguette why is it open because my baguette fell head first <laughs> the open side first and it like fucking fell out sorry I'm so uncomfortable why am I sitting like this that's better I really need to be leaning back um oh my god I just can't believe that happened to me my baguette fell onto the fucking floor and the floor was so fucking dirty and then <laughs> I was just mortified because I was like the fuck my baguette has <laughs> this is so embarrassing what a fucking loser could you like it's not like something just fell on the floor. It's embarrassing enough for the fact, the fact that the fucking baguette came out of the wrapper like fully. It wasn't half out, half in. It fully flew out of the wrapper. The wrapper was here. The baguette was there. The floor was very dirty. That is fucking embarrassing. So everyone behind me, what is she going to do now? Oh my God. Oh, I can't believe that happened. Oh, is she going to pick it up? Is she going to keep it? What's she going to do? I can hear your thoughts, customers of Sainsbury's. <laughs> I do not like it. Leave me alone and stop watching me pick up my fucking baguette. It's so embarrassing. And I just stared at it. I bent down and I said it. Uh, it took me a few seconds to think of what to do because do I want to be seen putting the baguette back in the fucking <laughs> back in the fucking paper and bringing it home with me? I need the baguette, so I did put it back in the paper and. I struggled because I was just so nervous that everyone was watching me because there was a queue behind me. Um, did they care about my baguette falling on the floor for more than two seconds? No, probably not. But I cared. And to me, it felt like my world was crashing before my eyes. So first the baguette, then the mocha pot handle. What next? Um, yeah, God, I am not your strongest soldier. Please stop. <laughs> It's 4.30pm and it is pitch black outside. <laughs> so I'm also in the market for some vitamin D tablets. Also some vitamin D, if you know what I mean. Because this just is not okay. Why is it 4.30 and it's pitch black outside? What are we supposed to do? We live in darkness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I had a really lovely day today. 
a really gorgeous day. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like a girl. I've got my skirt on. I've I've spent the the day with my friend Elsie, and we just had a beautiful autumnal time together. We held hands, and we went to the park, and we just wandered, and we caught up, and we vibed. We sat on some leaves. We frolicked, and honestly, it was beautiful. And we were just having the best time. The weather was perfect. The sun was out today, thank God, because the vitamin D is really lacking right now and all of us are dying. We need serotonin. So it was just so lovely to sit on the grass amongst the leaves and feel the sun on your skin, have some music playing in the background. Oh, it was beautiful. And we were just doing that. And then I was just like, thank God we're girls. Could you imagine being a boy right now? They're just they're just not, they're not giving the same thing that we're giving. I think about that sometimes. Could you imagine being a boy? I would fucking die. Like, they must be so bored all the time. Like, do they even have any good thoughts? What do boys think about? What do they talk about amongst each other? I just don't think they're having any fun. They're not nearly having as much fun as we are. So, (laughs) Thank you, God, for making me a girl. I'm addicted to coffee again. I stopped drinking coffee for ages and I started drinking matcha because I got given a free matcha at a yoga class and it was a really nice matcha and I do love matcha. Um, But that ran out a while ago and I was like, I'm not going to buy another matcha because it's just so fucking expensive. And so I have been drinking coffee again. And I... Um, under her spell. (laughs) I've turned into don't talk to me unless I've had my coffee girl again. And it's quite annoying. But like, I do love how crazy it makes me it just makes me feel alive. And I want to feel things again. I (laughs) I'm out of my Zen era. I'm out of my protecting my energy era. I'm out of my being healthy, being a good role model era. And I'm entering, well, I'm re-entering my crazy girl era, my psychosis era, my I need help question mark (laughs) era. But it's fun over here. Like I have spent the past year of my life healing, undressing childhood wounds, trauma that I've experienced throughout my life and working really hard on healing all of that, learning how to communicate healthily, learning how to articulate myself and learning how to protect my peace and live a fruitful life and be healthy and be the best version of myself. I'm sick and tired of it. It's just so much work. I have been working tirelessly and (laughs) emphasis on the tirelessly. I am tired. Every day is a battle. Every day is so difficult. Every day is so difficult when you are trying to be the best version of yourself, when you are trying to be healthy and not go down an old pattern, to not go down old habits and to choose new habits and to choose healthy replacements (gasps) I'm not doing it anymore I've decided I've decided so today's episode I have my notes over here (laughs) thank god I have 2020 vision because my laptop is quite far away and all of you guys that have to wear glasses that's unfortunate because my laptop is so far away and I can still read it I have got such good eyesight I really am the milkman's like my pet my family would always bully me (laughs) My family were bullying me and one of their running jokes was, ha ha ha, you're the milkman's. We don't even have a milkman first of all, so pick a more believable lie. Um, but yeah, they would say I'm the milkman's because I'm just so different to all of them. Um, sorry that you're jealous that I'm unique and individual. What am I saying? Oh yeah, they basically, my entire family have bad eyesight and they all have to wear glasses so jokes on them maybe I am the milkman's I've titled this episode can you be healthy and toxic at the same time because this is a thought that I had the other night while staying up till 5am meme farming and editing my podcast because 
I just had a great time. I haven't been meme farming in years. I mean, it's only enhanced my sense of humor. It's only given me more joy, more fire inside of my belly. And now I'm extremely excited to re-enter society, to socialize and to bring some of these memes to the table, but pretend that they're my own unique individual thoughts that have never been said before. As I was meme farming the other night, I had a realization because I was just finding all of these memes and I was like, oh my God, that is so real. Oh my God, that is so me. Oh my God, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy because there's so many people that are also crazy. So like, I'm not, I'm not crazy. Maybe I don't need to be fixed. Maybe I'm fine just the way I am. I've spent the past year trying to be somebody. I'm just not. And it's so, it's so hard. I've, I've spent the past year trying to be this like really zen girl that has found peace and serenity and and spend so much time in solitude because I have to protect my peace. And so if I socialize with people, um, because I'm an empath, I absorb that energy and I, <laughs> I end up in ruins. So I've been isolating myself, protecting my peace, reading my fucking self-help books and, and meditating and like sitting in parks and going for walks and journaling. Do you know what I haven't been doing? I haven't been meme farming. I haven't been doing it for the plot. I haven't been going crazy out on the streets. I have been choosing the healthier path. And now that it's winter, I've decided because it's getting dark at 4 p.m., 3.30 p.m., the nighttime <laughs> is the right time. I've just decided I don't want to be that girl anymore. It's just so boring and I'm ready to have fun again. Like I've been dipping back into my toxicity and doing it for the plot and having fun with it and I'm having a great time. But I'm really happy to have had the realization that I'm not crazy, I don't need to be fixed, there are many of me out there similar people, similar thoughts. And it just made me feel not alone. It made me feel included. And it just really inspired me to just be that girl again. Now that I'm single, now that I am not in a relationship um, where it just sucked all of the good things out of me. <laughs> so yeah, this is my current dilemma. Um, just the paradox of being healthy or choosing an old pattern and being toxic and being delusional and being crazy and being a bit of a psychopath, being a bit of a stalker. Um, all of these things and then this part, there's just like two paths ahead of me. Can I not dabble? I'm really into dabbling. Can, can I not hip, hip hop, flip flop, <laughs> hip hop? <laughs> I love hip hop. Um, <clears throat> can I not dabble? Can I not flip flop between the two? Do I have to choose just one path? Because I've been on the path of healthy and 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 I think I've just been so dedicated to kind of, I thought in my head that I had to grow up because I'm 27 years old and I have to no longer um, be a psychopath and I have to just be a normal person in society and find peace and I found peace and it was so lovely but it's really also so much fun in the crazy town so yeah that's my current dilemma the paradox of healthiness or toxicity can we not have both because I like to have it all. I want to have my cake <laughs> and I want to eat it. So yeah, I feel like it's my life. I can decide. I feel like I had to choose the path of healthiness and healing this past year because I was a shell of a human being and I was completely ruined <laughs> and depressed and anxious. And I honestly, I had nothing left to give. I was at my rock bottom. I had my dark night of the soul. So I feel like that was my only option. Now that I've healed many, many parts of myself, I feel like I have built 
a very strong foundation on which I can start building upon and I can build whatever I want on my foundation. So we're gonna um, plant some toxic habits over here. <laughs> Mellow it out with some healthy habits over here. I think all in moderation. Like the great philosopher Sidney Lauper once said, girls just wanna have fun. And I completely agree with that. And I think also like, oh my God, this is so crazy that I'm single, you guys. I know I've been single for a while now, but it, I feel like I, when I broke up with my ex, for quite a few months, I was like, Do you know what? I'm not interested in dating anyone. I'm not interested in dipping into that because it just didn't really entice me. <laughs> and, then, and then I dipped into it and I was like, okay, fine. I'll go on some dates. I will see what's out there and I'll just meet some people, have some fun. And it reignited a part of myself that has not been ignited <laughs> for a very long time. And I... I feel whole again. I feel whole again. Just like Atomic Kitten. Oh, I just feel so good, you guys. But low-key, my neck really fucking hurts, so I need to click it. Hold on. I have a limerence crush, I think. I've been maladaptive daydreaming. <laughs> I love having a crush. It's great fun. It's good to have something to live for, to have something to daydream about. But at the same time, it's quite debilitating. Like, I do have things to do. It just reminds me of that meme where Whoopi Goldberg, and it's like Whoopi Goldberg's thoughts on marriage. I don't want somebody else in my house. <laughs> I don't want anyone in my home. Go away. Do not infect it with your disgusting vibes. Like, why are boys so disgusting? Answer me that question. I want a real man. I want a real man um, looking for a, <laughs> looking for a real man. I wonder how long I'm gonna be single for. That's the funny question. I predict, I feel like I want a boyfriend in 2024. <laughs> in 2024, I'm ready for a boyfriend. But obviously we're quite close to 2024. So I'm thinking like um, maybe like late spring, summer, I'll be ready to start committing to something mm, actually oh <laughs> oh does she have commitment issues because I just said the word committing and it my body had a reaction my body did have a reaction am I emotionally unavailable <laughs> still <laughs> maybe have I always been emotionally unavailable huh yep oh um I wrote in my notes delusional vibes life is everything I want it to be and more <laughs> I've actually deluded myself so much because yes, life is great and I'm happy, but I've been trying so hard to convince myself this, but I'm afraid I am terribly lonely and romantically unfulfilled and have been my entire life. That is the tea here. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. I actually wanna talk about that. Do you know what? This wasn't my plan. My plan for my podcast was to like have, I have like a million, I've like a really extensive list that I've been collecting since January when I had the inception of the idea to start this podcast. And it was gonna be more of like an educational thing. I was really inspired by psychology and these like um, just loads of different concepts and these theories that I wanted to, um research upon and then talk about which I still am gonna do but I didn't actually envision myself doing what I'm doing right now which is talking about me and my life and my I don't know it's giving oversharing, but it's also giving I don't have a therapist and I really need to I'm having thoughts <laughs> I'm having many thoughts recently and I just need to discuss them so this is what's happening <laughs> and I'm gonna put it on the internet because so let's unpack that. <laughs> I have noticed recently that I keep saying around people like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm so happy I have everything that I want. I'm always so nice to get everything you want, isn't it? Oh my God, like, oh, I'm so happy I have everything that I want. <laughs> Who you're trying to convince, girl? <laughs> Why am I saying that? Like, it's giving, I see right through you. You are transparent right now. And only in the aftermath is hindsight 2020 I reflected on my words and dissected them a little bit and I've come to the conclusion that <laughs> I am trying to convince myself that I am so happy not that I'm not happy like I am actually so happy and I am the happiest I've ever been in my life <laughs> 
but I am so emotionally avoidant and I crave, I long for deep connection and understanding, yet whenever I get close to it, I run away or I push away or I put up walls and it's really just this awful paradox that I live in where I feel so much, I feel so intensely, God, it's so painful, it's so painful inside. I just sit at home and I make playlists. I go on walks, I listen to my playlists um, and I feel everything and I maladaptive daydream because only in my mind can I fully be vulnerable <laughs> and be myself and pour my heart out. And I want to share that with somebody. <laughs> but whenever I think I have the opportunity to do so, I just don't. I was in a relationship for eight years. I did not... Um, at any point give 100% of my heart and soul. Yes, I guess I'm afraid of being vulnerable. I also um, was thinking about my relationship, which is crazy. First of all, it's just crazy that we were together for that long because we really shouldn't have been together for that long. Um, but I realize, I, I, I keep having these realizations of my life and these patterns and these cycles. And I'm just like, please stop. <laughs> I don't want to be self-aware anymore. Like I do not want to keep realizing things. Like, yes, it's so that I can grow as a person, um, but it's just too much. And I feel like everything's hitting me all at once. And I just need everyone to calm the fuck down. I just need to take a, I just need to take a break. I need to take a seat back. I would just want to go on autopilot and start cruising again. <laughs> I don't want to be in the driver's seat. But I had a realization that one, the relationship should not have ever gone on for that long. Um, and two, I think I chose that relationship and I chose to stay in that relationship because it was safe and because um, it gave me what my inner child was craving, I think, which was um, like security and stability, like emotional security and stability. And yeah, the feeling that someone would was always there. Um, but I didn't ever have to be um, super vulnerable. Like I basically, I think I chose somebody that I could hide parts of myself with. And obviously people are mirrors. And some people are able to be clearer mirrors than others. It's like when you buy a more expensive mirror, you can see yourself more clearly. And then you get a really shit mirror and you can't see yourself very well. It's like super blurry. Yeah, some, <laughs> some people are just better mirrors than others. And so the person that I was, I decided to choose a mirror that I was able to hide parts of myself from. Because you know when you meet like certain people and like they they just get you and you feel like you've known them forever and they you feel like they can see you and obviously as human beings we like we we just want to be seen we want to be understood but when you have loads of unhealed trauma and like issues and like you meet someone and then they they actually see you it's very scary because if you're not ready to heal that trauma and they're showing it to you they're reflecting it back to you you want to run away <laughs> because what these people are doing, they are forcing you to look at your fucking shit that you have hidden at the back because they're like, I see you girl. Whereas other people, they can't, they can't see that. So you're able to hide and you're able to be safe and you're able to stay in that place of, I'm just gonna show parts of myself to somebody and keep the other parts to myself. Which leads you to a very emotionally unfulfilling relationship where you are constantly misunderstood, you don't feel like you are being seen and you end up being chronically lonely. <laughs> and I think like a massive problem for me, I was just like, you don't understand me. Like I feel like I feel very lonely, I don't feel seen and I don't feel understood. But it's always great to play the blame game when in reality, like, how can I be understood as a person and be fully seen if I'm not even 
showing myself like my full self to a person i just don't think that he was able to even understand me so i think that was why like i was just like okay like i'm not even gonna try to show you this part of myself because i know that you don't get my trauma i know that you don't feel things as intensely as i do and that's not your fault you're just a virgo <laughs> so yeah that's my current dilemma also I guess that I'm going to be working on in 2024, which is I am ready to feel things again. I think that I just got really fucking traumatized for the first 20 years of my life. And then I shut down and I decided to go into fight or flight mode and not give myself to anybody because I didn't wanna be hurt, which just led me to feel so lonely I suffer with chronic loneliness you guys it's fine but I'm ready to I'm ready to have a romantic wait no I'm ready to have an epic love I'm ready to have a fulfilling an emotionally fulfilling romantic relationship um I'm ready to let my walls down <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to feel again. I feel like I've healed enough that I'm ready to get my heart broken. And I'm excited, break my heart. I'm ready for it. I wanna feel things. Like I have spent so long, I'm going to be sick. I've spent so long not feeling things. So long. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so zen. Oh, I'm so at peace. No girl, you're just fucking boring. Get out into the real world. Have some sex, go on some fucking dates and live your damn fucking life. I feel like maybe let's tap into the loneliness thing because I remember I was on the train. Um, when was this? Maybe like a month ago. And <laughs> I was listening to music, had my headphones in and I was, oh, oh God, I know what I was listening to, 17 um, by Sharon Von, wait, girl, what's her name? Sharon Van Etten. I used to be 17. Downtown hotspot. Halfway up the street. I used to be free. I used to be 17. That is so fucking depressing. I was listening to that on the train, looking out the window, and I was just like, oh my God. I'm so lonely. I remember I wrote on my notes app actually during that moment let me let me find her okay it says i'm lonely open bracket like mitski said in her song nobody my god i'm so lonely so i open my window to hear sounds of people <laughs> literally me writing in my journal <laughs> in my journal about having a ciggy on the front step oh yeah i am um, before i got a job and re-entered re society i would just go and sit on my front step to have a cigarette because I could and then I realized that I was doing it not only to have a cigarette but also to feel like I'm amongst people because I <laughs> spend all my days inside sometimes I would just sit inside for two to three days and rot and then not be able to leave the house because I felt strange thank god that's over um I'm on the train to London Bridge, looking at the London skyline, listening to 17 by Sarah Van Alton. Is her name Sarah? I thought it was Sharon. Sha? No, it's Sharon. I don't know why I fucking wrote Sarah. I'm on the train to London Bridge, looking at the London skyline, listening to 17 by Sharon Van Alton. And I just want to sob because I'm literally just a fucking girl and I'm all alone and I never see my family. I literally ran away from home. I'm all alone in this huge city and dot, 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 I'm alone. <laughs> okay, that's embarrassing. Um, well, how pathetic in my opinion. I do not resonate with that version of me. I think that I remember the moment and I remember it's just, it's just the music. It's honestly the music. It's the music, it's the moment. Like, it's nostalgia. You're listening to 17. Like, that song is always gonna hit, especially if you're just looking out the window on a train. It's a recipe for disaster. But I remember feeling that way and I was like, oh my God, like, I ran away from home and I never go home. 
to my family house. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but you traumatize me too much that I don't want to go back unless I have to. So, yeah, in that moment, I was feeling alone. But we're all alone at the end of the day. We, we, we come into this world alone and we leave this world alone. So that is just a reality that we have to accept. I would like to let you know that I am feeling better after that note was written down. That was a while ago. I do not feel that way anymore. I have immersed myself back into civilization and I've made new friends since then and I'm going out and I'm doing things and I feel good within myself. I mean, I think everyone suffers with loneliness, so it's totally normal, but I am making a commitment for 2024, which is I am going to try to be a bit more vulnerable in romantic relationships and I am not going to ever like settle and I'm going to um I don't know I don't know what I'm saying I just think like I am not equipped to have a crush because is it a crush or is it limerence is it manifesting or is it maladaptive daydreaming <laughs> Is it normal or is it crazy? I wonder, is this just a, a girl thing or do boys do this as well? Because a problem with me is I did not get the love and attention I deserved and needed as a child. So now whenever someone shows me a <laughs> an inch of admiration, I fall hopelessly in love and I plan our futures together in my head. But you know what? I just think that's fun. Why not? Why not? It gives you something to live for. It gives you something to fight for. It gives you something to wake up for in the morning. No, it's fine. I think that's normal, like building up someone in your head and daydreaming and being a little bit of a stalker is totally normal for a girl. We could all be FBI agents if we needed to be. Um, but in real life, I'm not showing you any attention. <laughs> I'm trying to be mysterious and seductive, but honestly, I talk too much. I talk way too much and I'm like, damn, I showed way too much of my personality again. What's your idea of a great first date? Um, I don't know, unpacking childhood trauma and oversharing. <laughs> and then wondering, if I acted weird. <laughs> Do you know what though? I'm thinking like boys love crazy. I think boys love weird and crazy and girls that don't know how to shut up. So if anything, I'm winning. Yeah, I'm feeling like excited for the future because now that I don't have to work so hard on trying to be a specific version of myself, I think that like in this past year, every day it's like, choose the better path, choose the healthier path, don't be toxic and be a good person, be the best version of yourself. So if there was an opportunity to gossip, I would not take it. I have not gossiped in so long. And to be honest, I don't really rate gossiping either, actually, now that I'm saying that. Um, I think that talking bad and talking negative is jarring and nobody wants to be around someone that is chatting shit about other people that's not a vibe.com so actually I don't miss gossiping and I think as well if you meet people and like they start gossiping girl they're gonna be talking about you as well so you better keep your lips sealed around those kind of individuals I just think yeah Gossiping is something that I stopped last year and I've been gossip free for all of that time and it's been great. I don't agree with chatting shit about people. I think get a hobby and be happy for people. However, I, yeah, I think I decided like I'm, I'm 27. It's time to grow up. It's time to choose a better path and to be more of a well-rounded whole and healthy individual um no more thank you 
that is enough character development. I feel like I'm rounded enough now that I can start doing more fun things. And by fun, I mean unhinged and psychotic because it's honestly giving me life and I feel like myself again. I don't think I'm made to be so... Um, so good. <laughs> I don't want to be a good girl. And I've, I, I also like have been, I don't know. I just, I, I really want to unleash the monster within me. I want to be that girl again. And it feels good because I think everyone has a, a monster within them and let her out, let her have fun. Give yourself what you want and who cares? I've never done it for the plot, but I am ready to do it for the plot. And <laughs> you better watch out guys, because things are about to get a whole lot crazier around here because I am no longer going to choose the healthier path for me. I'm just gonna choose the fun path because I am ready to have fun again. I'm ready to let my hair down and <laughs> I'm ready to party. I have written in my notes. <laughs> Girl, I grew up on Tumblr. I am not okay, lol. That is true. I spent my entire childhood in my room scrolling on Tumblr and listening to sad music and watching coming of age movies and feeling sorry for myself, being nostalgic for a life I've never lived and wishing and hoping for a <laughs> epic love. <laughs> it's because my mom she honestly she fucked me up because she thought she was saving me by not letting me go out with people until I was like 16 but in reality she was actually just making me chronically online forcing me to be chronically online and leading me down a dark dark hole that forever shaped me as a human being but I had a great time honestly lying in bed until early hours of the morning on your laptop and scrolling is my idea of a fun night in, to be honest. So, thank you, mum. <laughs> Last night, I realized Miley Cyrus dropped her new album, the one with, you know, the song Flowers, that album. Is the album also called Flowers? But yeah, I realized she dropped the album and I didn't know that she dropped the album so I need to listen to that I was going to do it last night but then I ended up doing something else however I then rediscovered Plastic Hearts when that album came out in the lockdown it was everything and it's such a good album so I was having a little karaoke night last night and was singing along to Plastic Hearts and <laughs> I might do it again tonight, to be honest, because it's such a fun little party album. Yes, I got... Did you just hear my... Oh, my boot is squeaking. Um, yes, I got up and danced. I got up and danced. I'm ready to host a karaoke night, you guys. I... With my best friend, John Quill. John Quill. But I might invite some other people, to be honest. We used to do karaoke and we haven't done it in ages and um, I need to schedule her in actually because that is such a free serotonin boost um getting getting <laughs> getting the lyrics up on Spotify and turning those lights down low and getting yourself a fake microphone and making dance moves and singing and dancing around your living room playing karaoke oh we once did a Lady Gaga themed one and Alejandro was a hit. Oh, and then I just couldn't stop listening to Alejandro for the next week. It's just so much fun and being a girl is great and I miss that bitch. I have not seen her in ages. She's also, we we constantly are syncing up in our lives. Um, we're both in our single era. We are both, um, we spent basically um such a really long time trying to heal because we're both <laughs> fucked up in the head um so we both put a lot of time and effort in to healing ourselves and finding the light finding peace within um she was the first of us to reintegrate into the dating scene and start getting a little toxic again and doing it for the plot and I remember when she was doing it and I was still in my energy of um being like super healthy and like in my mindset and 
not leaning back into bad habits. So she would be describing things to me. She would just be updating me on her dating escapades. And <laughs> she was like, yeah, like, I really like him, but like, I just, I really want him to be in love with me. Like, I want to make him fall in love with me. Like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend, but I want to just like make him fall in love with me. Um, and then I'll be good. And I was just like, okay, queen, um, are we sure that's not just because in your childhood you had to fight for love because it, it felt like it wasn't there and you're, that's just your way of <laughs> proving to yourself that you are worthy of love if you can make a boy fall in love with you that you are not interested in as a social and psychological experiment. And then I realized that's bringing the, that's bringing the vibe down, that's bringing the mood down and I'm done with that energy. I'm done with psychoanalyzing things. I'm done with choosing um, the healthier path. I'm done with heading in that direction. I wanna head back in this direction because she has it right. And now we're both fully synced up and we're both um, in, our, in our unhinged girl era. And so I need to meet up with her and share stories because it's been too long. It's been too long, John Quill. Where are you? I am. Um, I just have. I have written down like random talking points in my notes for this episode, and I just have one at the bottom from last night after I was having my plastic hearts Miley Cyrus karaoke evening, and it's just. I am Filipino. Why can't I sing? <laughs> It's so true. What the hell? Filipinos are notoriously known for being incredible singers. Do you, do you want to know what the worst part about it is? Is that I'm not an awful singer. Like, it's not like, it's not like nails on a chalkboard. But it's not great. And I think that's honestly worse. I'd much rather be awful at singing than mediocre. Because that's just embarrassing and I'm mortified. And I was supposed to get singing lessons when I was younger because I have such a mediocre voice that I have a voice that has potential. So if I trained my voice, maybe it would sound good. So my mum booked me in for singing lessons when I was younger and I was so excited to be a pop star. And then it never ended up happening because I think it just ended up costing too much. So she canceled. <laughs> now look at me. I'm just a girl on her sofa talking to her iPhone <laughs> when I could have been the next Dua Lipa. But I guess everything happens for a reason. My friend Elsie today, actually, she was saying, like, I can really envision you being, like, a musician. <laughs> Someone also said this to me the other day. I'm like, what energy am I giving off right now? Hello, autotune. <laughs> I, no, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could be on a stage. <laughs> singing to people oh my god dude I would die actually low-key but I do wish I could sing that's my one thing because I love music so much and I love singing like I love singing I will sing all the time and I wish I was just better at it because I'm like I just find myself singing and I'm like wait like this actually sounds really good so I'll voice record myself and then I'll listen to it back and I'll be absolutely humbled. I'll be so humbled. Why does it sound good in my ear, but not good when I record it on my iPhone? Please let me know. It's so disappointing. <laughs> I was made for so much more. I'm just reading my notes and it's not very organized because whenever I have an idea for the podcast, I'm like, oh, let me write it down. So it's just random shit all bunched together. And I have cleaned my mirror for the first time in a month <laughs> that's it but I would love to talk about that and discuss it because yes I whenever I wrote this and I recall when I cleaned my mirror because it was probably like now a month ago um I hadn't cleaned my mirror for an entire month honestly I feel like it was longer because a month is not that much of a long time and my mirror was filthy and I don't and like every time I would basically I sit on the floor when I do my makeup in front of my mirror and every time I would go to do my makeup every morning I have a, like a fluffy makeup bag and I would just use it to to dust off like a circle so I could get ready and actually see myself and what an animal first of all I mean an animal or efficient because you know you decide 
But it got to a point where I was like, girl, I can't see a thing. So I dusted my mirror and I cleaned it. And I was like, whoa, I can see. 2020 vision, I can see. So um, that just reminded me because I haven't cleaned my mirror in a while. So I should do that again. But why is it so hard? Why are these small little tasks so hard? Why is feeding yourself so hard? <laughs> I haven't eaten a single thing today. It's 5.34. All I've consumed is an entire mocha pot of coffee. I had a coffee earlier. To be honest, it wasn't like an actual choice not to eat anything. I just have been busy. So I do have some soup in the fridge that I purchased today and the baguette that fell on the floor of Sainsbury's. Oh my God. And do you know what's more embarrassing about that? What? I Obviously my first instinct is like, oh my God, dust off the baguette. Ooh, what's that? Dust off the baguette before you put it back in the bag. I was like, everyone's watching me. Everyone's watching me. I just put it back in the bag. So the germs have had time to integrate into my baguette. But do you know what? If I die, I die. Hey, I've had a great time. Um, I want to tell you a story, a TBT. Oh my God, it's Thursday. Oh, yes. I have a meme which uh, has, what's his name? He's from Fast and Furious. Begins with a V, the bald one. What is his name? What is his name? Oh my God, Vin Diesel. <laughs> and it's just a, a mugshot of him. And it's, it's Think of Me Thursday. Are you thinking of me? Question mark. So, yeah, I actually, how embarrassing. Just, sorry. <laughs> Why are so many embarrassing things happening to me? I uploaded it yesterday because I thought yesterday was Thursday. And it had been up for quite a few minutes until I realized that <laughs> it's actually just Wednesday today. <laughs> the thing is, is like, no one cares. No one's like actually looking at my story and gives a fuck. Nobody probably knew it wasn't Thursday. Maybe some other people also thought it was Thursday, you know? So like no one actually cares. But to me, it's the end of the world. To me, it's mortifying. To me, I can never step foot out in society again after that. Why is everything embarrassing? Did Sky Ferraria ever figure that out? Because I need to know the answer. I would love to share a really funny story with you. Um, it happened a while ago. In the summer, I want to say it happened. And I basically got, well, I got scammed recently, actually. 60 pounds trying to buy slow dive tickets. This wasn't the story I was going to tell. But if we're talking about scams, let me tell you the story about how I got scammed by a mother of three. I wanted to buy slow dive tickets for me and my friend. We really wanted to go. And so I head on over to fucking Twitter. And I haven't used Twitter for years. Why did I forget that Twitter is home of like the most monstrous people of society who are just not okay? And so like everyone is scamming when they all try to like resell these fucking tickets because they know dummies like me are going to fucking bank transfer them 60 pounds. <sighs> Basically, I fell for the, like, the most transparent one of them all, which was this woman posing as a mother of three. She had a picture of her children as her cover photo and like I just should have known better and even the way she was talking to me was a little bit sus suspicious even when she said yes send me the money so I sent I go to send her the money and even when Monzo says hey <laughs> this is a scam I then <laughs> do you want to know what the funny thing is Monzo was like this is a scam when I went to send the 60 pounds to the mother of three and I said, hey, um, Monzo's actually telling me it's a scam and I'm feeling a bit uneasy. Are you able to just send me like a confirmation that you actually have the tickets so that I know that I'm gonna buy the tickets? And, and they were like, what do you mean a scam? They were just talking so bizarre. And I knew in my gut it was wrong, but I was just, I really wanted to go to Slow Dive and she was selling the tickets, 10 pounds cheaper. Um, so yeah, she sends me a picture fake image of the purchase tickets and I'm like cool <laughs> go ahead anyway on my fucking Monzo app and then I send it to her and then she's just taking so fucking long and I'm like okay can you like send me the tickets now like what the fuck why are you taking so long and then she's all like 
oh my husband actually said we paid like a hundred pounds for it so send me the send me an extra 40 and you'll get them straight away I promise and that was the moment I knew hashtag Taylor Swift um that was the moment I knew that I had been scammed and it was so disappointing and I was just why literally why I said to her I was like what is wrong with you, you freak? Like, why are you trying to scam me right now? I just want to go see Slow Dive. Like, stop being a freak. And then my friend was like, did you get tickets? And then I just sent them a screenshot of, <laughs> you know, when you're on Google and like you ask a question, like you type something in and then it has like the frequently asked questions box and then it has a bunch and then you can do the drop down. I just sent a screenshot of how to get your life back after you've been scammed. <laughs> I want my 60 pounds back. What the fuck? The story that I want to end this podcast on is the story of how somebody tried to scam me last year um, in the summer and they did not succeed. (laughs) Basically, I'm like relaxing on the sofa, doing nothing with my day as per usual. And I get this like notification on my Monzo that someone's trying to spend like 78 pounds at John Lewis. John Lewis. And I'm like that's not me what the fuck so then I'm like I don't approve it and then it happens again and I don't approve it and then I'm like what the fuck that's really jarring like somebody's trying to fucking scam me right now how do they have my details I literally give put my details everywhere I'm like not okay um so yeah and I don't even think I reported my card stolen or anything because my card wasn't stolen I, they just had my details because I had my card so I was just like oh whatever I'm just gonna decline it So then I get on with my day, a few hours pass, I get a phone call and it's this guy and he's like, hey, I'm calling from Monzo. Um, We've noticed like suspicious activity on your account. Did you like have something try to like come out of your account earlier? And I'm like, yeah, I did actually. Someone tries to like buy something at John Lewis like twice and they're like, oh yeah, we can see that. That's why we called you. And obviously it's because they are the ones that tried to get the money out of my account. <laughs> the reoccurring theme here is I'm a bit fucking stupid sometimes, okay? Um, <laughs> I'm just a girl. So I'm going along with it because low-key, I'm I'm just stupid at the time. Um, and, then, and then he's like, okay, so we just need to like confirm like a few details with you. Like we need to just check how much you have in your account. So this like they can't take any more money out and I'm like yeah sure like what do you need so he's like can you let me know how much is in your account and at this time I was broke as fuck so I had no money um and I was like yeah let me check and so I check in my account and I'm like okay so there's like um four pounds 89 in there (laughs) and then he's like oh do you not have okay like what's what's in your like pots like do you have any money in like different pots and I'm like um yeah let me check um I'm like oh yeah there's um there's one pound 29 (laughs) in one of my pots and he's like okay but like is there you have to have more money like where is the rest of the money and I'm like I don't know what to tell you like that's it like they can try and scam me but I got no money girl and then his his entire attitude just switches (laughs) and obviously I knew at this point like this guy was trying to scam me and it was a scam call but I just went along with it because how funny to tell someone you can't rob me because I'm broke (laughs) so have fun and I used to be so carefree because I used to be broke all the time that I'd be like if I lose my card and someone tries to rob me like it's gonna get declined because there's no money in my account um so yeah and then his attitude just like completely switched and his accent switched up too and he was just like you're fucking bitch (laughs) you're wasting my fucking time and I was just like how bizarre it was just so funny because like the accent switch up and like the vibe switch up was just so aggressive and just so hilarious and like white are men such losers and I was just like this is so funny so I was creasing so hard and I was like ha ha you're a loser, you tried to scam me, but I don't have any money, haha, loser, loser, I was just like, oh, I was just trolling him, and he was just so angry, and he kept, he was just like, you're a fucking bitch, so yeah, have fun trying to scam me, bitch, because you're not gonna get anywhere, so that's my scam story, yes, I am a survivor,
Um, anyways, I'm going to end this episode here because did I talk about anything uh, interesting? I don't know. <laughs> All I can think about is how fucking hungry I am <laughs> and how excited I am to eat my soup. And also thinking about how I have work tomorrow at 10am. That is so annoying. I hate that vibe. But to be fair, I do like my job. So it's fine. <gasps> Was my jumper washed today? I don't know. Um, yeah. So I have this thing where I ask you guys to send me pictures of your solo dates. Because I'm doing this thing called solo dates. Where I encourage you guys to take yourself on a little date it's very important to spend alone time with yourself to push yourself out of your comfort zone to do something that makes you happy and to just have that one-on-one -on -one experience with yourself and just enjoy that you time the me time the us time um so at the end of every episode i tell you guys send me pictures of your solo dates i want you to message me what you've been up to and I just want to see what you guys have been up to and I want to share it on the Instagram so that once a week we can all encourage each other to just do something nice for ourselves because we deserve it we deserve to have that time we deserve to be present in the moment and really soak in the glory of what it means to be a girl are there any boys listening to this <laughs> let me know um yeah so make sure you do that send it to me on instagram at absolutely everything pod and i'm going to look through them all and post them on the instagram feed and it's just going to be super cute and super wholesome i have already done my self-care day today i mean not today this week but i told you about it in the last episode because I'm filming this two days later so my current thought is do I want to make a dating app because I did do that um a while ago and I had to immediately get off of it because why is everyone on there so fucking ugly why is every man on there like so terrifying why are all of the men answering all of those questions on hinge and leaving very long paragraphs it's embarrassing nobody actually cares it's embarrassing why are you being weird why do men why do men take pictures of themselves it's so creepy it's so creepy i'm like why i just don't i just don't like it i don't think it's right and i am scared so but i do want to go on a date and i want to have some fun so that is my current dilemma do i get on a dating app but it's so scary on there because people aren't cute on there. I feel like that is just where... <laughs> it's where the desperate people go. And I'm not desperate. So actually, I changed my mind. I don't want to do that. I can find someone in the real world. I'm just going to look around, see who's out there and approach a man. I'm going to... Oh, ooh, do you know what? I'm going to make that my new dare to myself. If I see a cute man, I'm going to approach him and I'm going to let him know that I think he's cute and I'm going to share my personal details with him and we're going to go on a date. So that's my that's my goal for the week. What day is it? Thursday. Oh, should I make it a goal? <gasps> Maybe I'll make it a goal before the end of the week because that gives me one, two, three, three days. <laughs> I saw a cute guy today actually and he looked at me I wonder when people look at me do they fancy me or are they just looking in my direction because in my eyes I'm like you're looking at me because you think I'm cute so why are you not coming over to me and talking to me am I delusional I don't know I don't want to know either because I like not knowing it's the not knowing that keeps things exciting um Yes, I am going to love you and I'm going to leave you because to be absolutely honest, I am starving. <laughs> I need to eat something, girl. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I did black out. I don't know if I talked about anything of interest, but I'm not going to talk down on myself. I'm sure you had fun because guess what? I had fun. I think I had fun. I don't remember what I was talking about, but um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I 
we'll see you next week guys leave a fucking review five stars only if you're watching this on youtube leave a fucking comment like it subscribe do all of those things and share it to all of your friends because it's just the right thing to do okay do your public service um yeah i'll see you next thursday see you next thursday <gasps> that spells out a word just saying um yeah see you next thursday <laughs> i love you so much i'm gonna miss you goodbye